welcome to the Disruptance Podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric Forney and Michael Bounds. Mike, every week we talk about uh, making entrepreneurs more profitable and more productive by changing the way they think. And this week, I want to change the way you think about luck. Luck is the secret weapon that you've discounted in order to uh, lead you to be successful or possibly even prevent you from being where you want to be. And that's because I believe that we that we downplay the role of luck in everything that we do and choose to assign our own hard work and our own successes to something that we've done right. And rather, I'm here to challenge the fact that most of the time, I believe we actually get lucky. All right. You're, you're flipping my mind because it goes against everything um, I've kind of, I guess, stood for. Is My thing is you always got to you got to uh, always be ready so you don't have to get ready. So <laughs> stay ready so you don't have to, to get ready. So and then that gives you the opportunity once you're you're ready and opportunity arises, you're then able to take advantage of that. So you're telling me that that's not the case. Well, let's look at it this way, Mike. If we look at your career, you um, you became a real estate agent um, once before. And then um, unfortunately, the first time around didn't have as much success as you'd hoped. And so did you get lucky that you were not successful? Or were you unlucky that you were not successful? Um, I don't think it was either one. I don't think I was ready. I don't think that I knew what I was doing. And so you got lucky and then you got a job that taught you how to be ready. Yeah, I would say that (laughs) there was luck there. There is some luck, but don't you think that I had to get to the position like, okay, I got the job. I worked really hard in order to like, I feel like you have to be good to have gotten the job. Does that make sense? So, like, so you had to have hardware some, was there. some sort of skill set, inherent skill set or talent or drive, something that created when you got the opportunity, you were able to seize the opportunity. Right. Like the jellyfish don't just like, that was the, like, I don't know if you got, like I worked for like at that time, the first, my first real estate job was CP Morgan. It was a three month process and we had seven interviews. Wow. Okay. It was insane, bro. Okay. We had it. Our first interview was like a group interview and there was 130 people in a room and they picked out of that room. I got in the top, I don't know, 15 or 25 people out of that room. So maybe there was luck there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just feel like that's discounting that all those like steps in order to have gotten that opportunity. You know, the other day, Mike, I, I looked, we had 970 applicants for um, a job posting that I've, that I have open and I'm not going to lie. The person that gets hired will have a high um, degree of luck involved okay. because it will be the day in which, cause I can't, yeah, you go can't through sort that through many, that. Yeah. you know, and so there will be some uh, element of luck at play, and that it will be the day in which the pain is great enough for me to go through enough of resumes in order to start the hiring and the interview process. Yeah. And so there will be some luck involved because maybe the best candidate has already taken another position, or maybe the best candidate is resume number eight hundred and fifty that will never get looked at. Right. Yeah. And and so to some degree, I think that. 
um, that we discount the concept of luck because we we like to feel good about our own skill sets yeah. or about our own level of talent and hard work because it keeps us motivated to continue to go out and do more hard work and more um, improvement for our skill set. And yet oftentimes um, it is right place, right time, and then seizing that opportunity. But the right place is oftentimes just merely circumstantial. Because I, I, had you been successful... Yeah. Or a little bit more successful as a real estate agent, you likely would not have been looking for a job at the time. Yeah. Well, I think that a lot that's that's right. I mean, you're looking from a selfish perspective. So I'm looking like, okay, I always got it. Like I just said, I always got to be ready. So I have to get ready, right? <laughs> Same little cliche thing. Um, so that when that that opportunity hits me, I'm able to to. But when you think about it from the other perspective. The guy could have just been like, bloop, okay, I like this resume. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. have this guy come out. So I totally agree that there is a, a definitely a level of, of luck. Um, but I also believe that activity begats activity. So if you're putting yourself out there enough, 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 the opportunities come up. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. In our last episode, we talked about Warren Buffett and um, and his 75 plus year career of becoming um, one of the greatest investors in, in the history of the modern world. And yeah. when we think about what does luck have to do with that, a portion of luck is involved in, in Warren Buffett's life as well. In fact, uh, Charlie Munger, uh, Buffett's uh, business partner, um, was someone who grew up on Warren Buffett's block. And Warren Buffett uh, had had sought being in business with him for 20 years. They had been friends. And finally, 20 years later, um, Charlie Munger decided to close down his law practice and become uh, Warren Buffett's business partner. And for 60 years, they've not had an argument. There's a lot of luck involved. I don't know anyone that I've been able to go yeah. 60 days with yeah. and not have an argument, let minutes. alone 60 years. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so right. it's 2020, 60 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> hey guys, I wanted to interrupt this podcast. This place, this DR Horton model we're in is sweet. If you haven't experienced DR Horton recently, they're brand new to Indianapolis, but they are America's largest builder. You have to check them out. Dr. Horton, America's largest builder. So <laughs> I think that unfortunately, there's there is while yes, there is a there's a high degree of skill involved. There also is a high degree of luck. You mentioned Bill Gates and the concept that you know Bill Gates went to the only school in America that had yeah. uh, had a computer at the time. Yeah, that's an incredibly um, high sense of luck. Now we could make an argument that um, uh, that was a byproduct of some decisions that his father made in an affluent community, but he also um, was lucky he was there. He was lucky he was there and friends with Paul Allen. Yeah. And so there, there's a high degree of luck involved in those two things as well. And, and unfortunately Which gave him the opportunity, then he got the opportunity to get a head start because his 
that was his passion. So I'm sorry, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're right. Those things 100% happen. I think the challenge though, and the reason why I think that luck is something that should be talked about more, especially from the lens of entrepreneurship is, is that oftentimes we play the comparison game and we play as people, we pay, play the comparison game. When we look at the social hierarchy that we live in, we, we go on Instagram and I go, well, look at the success that Mike Bounds is having. Look at the success that Eric Forney or whomever this person is that we're choosing to compare ourselves against. And, and we, we go out and we try to mimic what we believe they're doing and we discount the factor of luck that's involved in it. And so we end up um, having this degree of self-sabotage or this degree of like self-loathing where, where we're not factoring in the idea of luck and, and that sometimes that, someone's success can be the byproduct of one decision or one life circumstance that they were in. And then that starts the cascade of other decisions that are made down the line. So am I better at, so you you mentioned comparisons. So am I better at self ingrandizing myself or am I, or am I, am I better at like self promotion or, or am I better at, um, so like when you're comparing, I may not be, um, as good as you at certain things, but I may be just better at self-promotion. And you might be better than me at all of those things. Yeah. And the one thing you might be different than or not, um, have been as lucky at is being in the right place at the right time to hire the right people. Yeah. It's not impossible that I could have gone out this year, um, and timed it really well and hired recruiting companies to go out and hire the best people at a discount. Yeah. When people were unemployed. And that would be circumstantial luck, but it would also be a decision that was made, right? Is that I, I got lucky in the sense that there were people um, unemployed seeking jobs that were really well qualified, that if a pandemic didn't show up to make um, people's employment at risk would have never happened. Right. And that may reshape the history uh, or the, the future of our business or of our life based on the circumstances that we made a good hire or two during a pandemic. This is incremental. That's right. So you get lucky, you get your lucky break, and then you're able to build on that lucky break. You're able to do hard work or, or, or whatever. So if it is, you know, if you believe in luck, have you heard the story that Steve Harvey tells about the first time that he got, um, like in, he, uh, what was the comedy club in New York? That's like uh, the Apollo. Uh, so, uh, Steve Harvey, (laughs) when, when he, the first time he uh, was, um, did a show at the Apollo, he got incredibly lucky in the sense that he had like $50 to his name at the time. And I'll probably screw this story up a little bit, but, um, had $50 and, um, got a call from one of the producers for uh, showtime at the Apollo and, um, they left a they left a message on his answering machine at the time, and he was traveling in Jacksonville, Florida, I believe, to do a show, and he was away from his answering machine, and so he didn't get the call. Like two days or something go by before he finally checks his um, answering machine from a payphone, and they they're offering him to come to the showtime at the Apollo that weekend. And Steve Harvey has $50 and it's like a $300 plane flight to go from Jacksonville to um, New York. And um, he gets lucky in that someone like cancels a show that night in Jacksonville. And so he gets the ability to, to book one more show 
in order to get just enough money to book a flight to New York from Jacksonville um, in order to make his debut at Showtime at the Apollo. But he has no money for food or lodging or anything when he gets there. And all of that was based to some degree purely on being lucky enough to have timed checking his answering machine yeah. from a payphone that Showtime at the Apollo had requested um, that he cover one of their um, stand-up slots that someone else had canceled on. And so while, yes, Steve Harvey has done an amazing amount of hard work and an incredible uh, amount of success and talent, um, that may have been totally a different outcome without one degree of luck involved on a day he checked an answering machine. He checked the answering machine, and we've gotten the greatest mustache <laughs> behind Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck has to probably be number one. But number one, this if there was a Mount Rushmore of mustaches, he would be on it. Would Gary Keller go on the Mount Rushmore? I think Rushmore? Gary Keller yeah. needs to be discussed. <laughs> Steve Harvey's mustache <laughs> is definitely... Uh, you're, now, now I'm Googling Steve Harvey's mustache. <laughs> you might be careful. It is. It is uh, you're right, it is world class. Especially bald head with mustache. Like, yes. That is, uh, that is awesome. So, so I don't know what role luck plays in Steve Harvey's mustache, but, but it certainly plays a big role in, uh, in his at least success that he's had. So, um, by the time we've talked more about luck, are we, are you still on team, um, hard work and, and circumstance and, an opportunity or are you on team luck? Like I am, you know, what being a real estate agent's like. When I was a little kid, I had this game on Super Nintendo called F-Zero. Do y'all remember? It were like spaceships, but they were yeah, race cars. Like, yep, yep. And then you would like try to time it and you would get to like the, you had to hit the thing and then you would just die as soon as, like you wouldn't die, you would just like would run out of juice. But then you would hit like this arrow and you hit the arrow and it would forge you. That's what real estate is. Like there's literally times and when I was playing F Zero where I would like could see that little arrow and then as soon as I get it, it went Whoo! That's what real estate is. Cause there's times where I'm at that, I'm like, man, I don't think I can make it to that arrow <laughs> and I'm blessed. I don't know if it's luck. I don't know if I'm bl I don't know what I I think it's blessed, but there's some luck in there. Like you just you got to just keep fighting every day and then things happen. Things shake loose. Activity begets activity. If you're a jellyfish, you're not going to you're not going to get anything out of this. But if you're grinding every day, you get I think people get lucky because they're out there putting their position self in a position to get lucky. So hard work plus good luck equals success. And a mustache <laughs> sure will help. A sweet dope mustache. Ha, 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 ha.